What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Undercover Weebs anime podcast. And as soon as we start, Noah's mic starts malfunctioning as usual. Dude, but oh this well. thing is trying to sabotage me, I swear. <laughs> that's that's just how it goes. Um, as usual, we have me, who's AK, and Noah, the other host, who's always here, and Shane, who's always here for... On the, for the One Piece, Piece episodes. Cast. Our local One Piece expert, Shane. Oh, phew, I don't know about expert. Oh, God, enjoyer. Oh, God. <laughs> Fellow One Piece enjoyer. Yes. So, last time uh, on on last episode of uh, One Piece reviews, we did um, Whole Cake Island, I think. That's what comes before the reverie, right? It's been a while. Yeah, yep. And, they just escaped uh, Whole Cake. Yep, and now we're doing The Reverie, which is by far, I'm pretty sure by far, it's a very, very, very short arc. Yeah, what is it, like six it's, chapters? It's six chapters, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they somehow managed to make that 12 episodes. I can't even imagine. Are you oh surprised, my. dude? The Are you surprised? I was, not surprised? I was wondering what that was going to be like. When we, when I was like rereading the arc, I was like, I wonder how bad the pacing Because I can only imagine. like Just like the couple of like the heartwarming scenes of like the reunions, I can just imagine like 30 seconds of just hugging, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, I bet it was so spaced out. Well, and you know when they like cut to everybody and like explained how they knew the Straw Hats? That they was probably, like a couple minutes apiece. Yeah. They probably spent a lot of time yeah. on that. A full probably episode a bit of for, each, for each flashback segment oh that took God. less than a panel. <gasps> Dude, honestly, it was probably like close to that. It was probably like two or three people for a whole episode. For real. This, even though this is like the shortest arc, it is jam-packed full with lore that we still do not have answers to. Yeah, this was like, <laughs> this is, I feel like this is one of the, this is the first time he really dropped a huge lore bomb on us and just like shook it up completely. This is like so the big much. shakeup. Other than maybe what's happening literally right now in One Piece. Yeah. This is the most yeah. amount of like pure information we got about the world and about what's going on. Actually, I don't even want to say information. It's more just like he's making questions. you ask so many questions. Yeah. And he's not answering any of them ne dude he never does he's starting to a little bit but oh my gosh man he just keeps like adding to the questions we have and i feel like that's what makes the world feel so alive though it's shit like the reverie like because we know all these characters like are doing stuff in the background and then they uh -huh. all get together at the reverie and we're like wow uh -huh. we, oh, get to see a, we get to see a lot of people that we hadn't thought of in probably a long time um, but we can go over to him when we get to that section of this nice six chapter part. Uh, so the, uh, the, the this arc kind of kicks off with, as usual, um, the Straw Hats in between places and getting their new bounty stuff, um, showing off their new powers, whatnot. I know Sanji, uh, had his, uh, his disappearing thingy, the I don't know what it's called, the thing that he puts on his arm that makes him disappear. Mm. I, that has uh, a special name. Suit? Yeah, the raid suit. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, uh, Nami showing off uh, Zeus because Zeus tagged along because Big Mom replaced him, and he's afraid of Big Mom. And Nami with a big upgrade. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sanji gets a big upgrade in bounty, but at 320 million berries. Gets above Zoro. Yep. Mm. And Luffy goes down in in bounty. He goes down to 150 million, right? (laughs) Dude, that shit was so funny. Dude, these in between arcs where they do the bounties is one of my favorite parts of One Piece. It's always so the best. It's so interesting to see what the new Everyone. bounties are. But no, Luffy's bounty was not decreased. He just can't read, which is the least surprising thing I've ever heard about Luffy. And he's just like bawling <laughs> when he reads it, just crying. He went up to 1.5 billion, which at that time in the story was the highest we know of after the Yonko, after all the Yonko, I think. Yeah, um, that way. Yeah, yep. it was up there because the rest of uh, all the Yonko are in like four billion, and then Blackbeard. I don't know if we know Blackbeard's bounty at this time, but I think it was supposed to be around two billion. Yeah, like two billion one hundred forty nine million or somewhere in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Luffy gets tagged the fifth emperor, but only unofficially. Yeah, unofficially de- dubbed the fifth emperor. I thought when I first read that, I thought he was like an emperor. So like, did I. I thought like the four emperor thing was just out the window, and then there was just going to be another one, like a, mm-hmm. like, for example, the fifth emperor, like it says in the thing, but it was not official enough. Big news, Morgans did not have enough say. I guess. <laughs> Big news, Morgans is the fucking man. Big news, Morgans also skewed the news. hell out of the story that he put in the news that Luffy like trash the kingdom and beat up big mom and left yeah when in reality he just ran away. he had to run away <laughs> he booked right. it out of there yeah because yeah. if he would have stayed he would have got absolutely bodied by big mom yeah he would have got molly whopped it would have been a wrap end of the story so a good fight against katakuri i mean yeah true yeah uh, that's how we got to the 1.5 million because katakuri was out katakuri is a dog 1.2 so I love him. After we get the classic one P or uh, the classic uh, straw hat bounty thing, uh, we kind of the rest of the arc is more so like just hopping around to different places in the world, and mm-hmm. one A they either react to Luffy or B it has something to do with the Revolutionary Army that is just like lore drop on lore drop yeah i thought that stuff with the revolutionary army was very like underwhelming like they didn't sell how like powerful and like influential they were in this arc that was like the only gripe i have with the whole arc i was like the revolutionary army's fucking lame like yeah i i don't know they just kind of so they show they showed the four commanders so they showed uh bello betty morley who is like the smallest giant ever? Morley, <laughs> yeah, impel down. Let's L- go. L- then like Lindbergh and who I think is the like the mole looking man. I don't know. He's just a small dude that has gadgets. Oh, he's like he's like the cat, right? The flying yeah, something cat like dude. that. And then Karasu, who is like 
He's cool. We, we, he's badass, but we know like nothing about this guy. Even, <laughs> yeah. even now, dude just has like a plague mask on and has crows and it makes no yeah, sense, but he is badass as hell. I have no idea what um, Morley's power is, though, because he has a power similar to, I feel like, it's like a mix. Do we know what Morley's power is? Let me look. Yeah, he, he can, like, dig and shape. They can, like, go on the ground and stuff. He's the one who made the tunnels and impelled out. Yeah, but what is what is his fruit power? I, I guess we don't. Know his oh, it's the, the Oshi the Oshi, push, no, push, the push push fruit. fruit. That's such a weird, I feel like it's more similar to, like, mm. Pika's. Pika, yeah, he like can... Pika mixed with uh senior pink. Yeah, 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 it kind of is. Cuz he can kind of make That's the a very good like, like comparison. He can kind of make the ground like liquid and then like push it and move it around. So that that's his power and then Dude, that cutscene was lame. Yeah, the Bello Betty's is like her power is the pump pump fruit. She just pumps people up. Talk about a dude. Lame... Hers is sick. No, I think it's so lame, bro. <laughs> no, dude. Hers makes hers is, could be OP as fuck, dude. I what if she like pumped up Kaido, man? That's oh, a wrap. Yeah, but you gotta think like if you you gotta be surrounded by people that can also be strong, right? Because like true. No yeah, matter how, no matter how pumped up a bunch of random citizens are. It's not going to make much of a difference. That's okay. true. But now a pumped up dragon. Yeah. Yeah, dude. True. I bet she hyped dragon up. But dude, I bet they hang out late night for sure. They got that. <laughs> 100%. Oh, most definitely. You've always wanted Dragon's a dog. With, with, the, with the outfit that she has, 100%. <laughs> but. Dude, I, I would we, get pretty did amped. Did we get up the Kobe bit show. already? Did we see our boy Kobe at this point already? I, 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 to be honest, I'm just kind of. I fucking is, love my I'm boy just, Kobe. I'm just kind of hopping around for this arc because it doesn't really have any specific order that things need to go in here. Right, because a lot of it yeah, it was just really. like nostalgia blast, meeting or going back to everybody that, like the Straw Hats or Luffy has helped out, and then whoever was at the Reverie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, who was at the Reverie? Sirahoshi. So we uh, get Rebecca. Yeah, Vivi, Rebecca. Waffle. Wapple and then um Soccer Kingdom Dalton and um Oh Rea. yeah 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 and then we get to see Oh that's right um Sai we forgot Kareha was there We could see Sai Oh Sai was there? Yeah and Sai is married now to uh baby five, isn't he? Yeah. That is yeah. my that's my, oh. my favorite shit. I love that. That is a good one. Like, it's in their Sai, fight, bro. he's like, I will marry you. I will love you forever. Dude, Sai's a dog. What a goat. But yeah, that, there's like a whole chapter that's literally reintroduction to characters that you already met. Um, and we cannot, like we definitely cannot forget about Steli. Steli. We get to see Steli back again. And he is now the king of Goa Kingdom because because uh, Sabo died even though he didn't die he just mm -hmm. got picked up by Dragon after and his his stepdad uh, 
mysteriously passed away shortly after as well. So that led Steli into power of the Goa kingdom. Steli, that bitch. That bowl-cut bitch. I was, when I was reading through, I read through this chat, or these six chapters, um, again today, and Steli really is the most similar in nature to Celestial Dragon of any other king, oh, yeah. in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Totally. Which, Steli sucks. Which also made me think about the fact that he is adopted. So what if he, like, I just came up with this in my head out of nowhere. This could already probably be debunked. What if he was a Celestial Dragon before, and somehow the Goa Kingdom adopted him, and he just already has that inherent that's nature possible. because he was a Celestial Dragon? Because, like, that's what he really wants to be, is a Celestial Dragon. That's, like, his end goal. Yeah, yeah. So he might be trying to get it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, one of the first things he does... He might not even know. No, one of the first things he does is he confronts Garp to see if he has connections to get into, uh, to be a Celestial Dragon, and then Garp's like, yep. nah, bro, that's not, that's not, that's not what you want to be. Yeah. Dude, I love Garp's just rolling up, like, eating popcorn to Sirahoshi. Just a savage. I love Garp. Garp, Garp went, Garp, Garp is beast mode, but we also have- Garp, strongest in the verse. Yeah, before they made it there, though, we can't forget about talking about Kobe with, uh, with Kobe the Goat. Kobe and Helmeppo, actually, because if yeah. you think about it, Helmeppo actually, I just like like I said, I just reread it. Helmeppo did way more on the way to the Reverie than Kobe did, because all Kobe did was knock something out of the way. Helmeppo fought a whole pirate crew on the mm-hmm. on the Lelucia Kingdom ship. Yeah. Like, Helmeppo's a gangster. We are not giving Helmeppo enough credit. It's because he looks dumb and he's so hateable. What do you mean he looks better. dumb? Bro looks sick now. He has a weird thing that so he can't see shit. Doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, those glasses. <laughs> those weird glasses. <laughs> they make Helmeppo look like that, man, and they just glow Kobe the fuck up. Kobe's a handsome man. Yeah, and then they they drop some Kobe lore on the Rocky Port incident, and at that time, we really don't know what the Rocky Port incident is much. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what Kobe did at the. Oh, let me look up the Rocky Port incident. Yeah, look that. Give me a little refresher. Rocky Port incident. Uh, you can't get me on it. Well, I will not. An I incident receive. that was perpetrated by Trafalgar Law during the two-year time skip. Oh, Kobe that when he protect, set the hearts? Kobe um, protected the citizens uh, and became a hero. And uh, Blackbeard beat Ochoku, who is Wang Shi, I think, at Hachinosu. Which is... I don't know. Either ways, he's a hero of something, and the mm-hmm. only other person that's he's a hero of anything is Garp. Who's the hero of the Marines? Dude, Colby's probably so strong, actually. Whenever he gets to, like, show off how strong he is, he's going to be just so OP. I love him. Hopefully that's good, soon good character. here. Because there is some stuff. Well, maybe it's, like, 20 chapters ago now that we last saw Kobe in the actual manga. But 
Mm. I was hoping I bet, he'd get something. I feel like he might he could very well show up soon. Very well could. I feel well I, yeah, I'm gonna not spoil <laughs> spoil post Wano um right now. Maybe at the end of the episode or something. Yeah, yeah. If yeah casual wano breakdown after every yeah. episode <laughs> yeah when we get derailed I'm in. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah so let me I, we're kind of all over the place in terms of uh chronological orderness um but i know they ride up in like a bubble to the top of the red line and like a and after we're at, we're on top of the red line, we get some Fujitora and some Ryokugu, some Green Bull. But oh yeah, the new new oh, Admiral. Oh, is this when he first got dropped? Yeah, yep. and Fujitora was ah. not supposed to be there because he was not supposed to be on a marine. He was not supposed to be on a military ground until he brought La and Straw Hat in. But yep. he pulled the card. Well, it's not military ground. It's Marijua. Mm-hmm. So he went anyways. I love it. Just loose logic to bullshit his way in there. Right, dude. I do like Fujitora. He's an underrated character. Fujitora is like the only Marine that is not, or like the only Admiral that is not just doing whatever he's told. Like he's actually using yeah. his own sense of justice. Which is probably him and Garp would be boys. Yeah, it's probably extremely dangerous for the Marines that he does that. Yeah, but Bro has a f- devil fruit that would literally could destroy the entire world. So people yeah. say that people say that Blackbeard. People say that um Blackbeard slash Whitebeard, the Quake Quake fruit, is the most like the fruit that could bring the world to ruin but if you i if Mm. i think about it i think it's i'd say it's uh fujitora yeah fujitora is op it's just that blackbeard combo man i i get what you're saying but i mean quake quake fruit plus the world that out is built with how much water tsunamis are gonna go crazy but yeah yeah true it's like all water but Fujitora has the capability to manipulate gravity. I'm not. I'm not forces. saying Fujitora isn't. Bro can just make yeah. earthquakes. Dude, he could just pull in a meteor. Yeah, makes no sense, but shit, does it? But he's blind, so he'd probably miss. Dude's Madara of the One Piece verse. Yeah, he's gonna drop a meteor on top of a meteor. So moderate goat. Yeah, so we they get up to the top. On their way up in the bubble, we also see that we have what's his face there? Uh Sabo is in his, Sabo. In his military well, he's not. He's like sneaking in, as are several other revolutionaries in various other ways. Which is kind of confusing. Yeah, this doesn't go very well for him. No. <laughs> this whole this whole encounter that we don't figure out what happens <laughs> until after Wano. Um, but I don't really, I'm not really under, I don't quite understand how the revolutionaries get from where they were in this random town in the Lucia kingdom to, mm-hmm. um, 
to the reverie in like instantaneously um but manga logic anime logic manga logic but oh true i guess they were yeah because they're they're all underneath this is in like the last chapter but it's kind of a side thing that's going on yeah, with whatever. revolutionaries but they're all like in a bubble that morally made underneath the surface they're trying to get kuma back who's being mm-hmm. used as a slave which i yeah also forgot to point out that there are a bunch of slaves like moving around like things underground like they carry uh, yeah, the like tiles the... on their back Who's the character that's like, this place just doesn't seem right? Someone mentions that in the chapter. They're like, this place like is beautiful, but oh, something oh. is just off about it. And then they cut to all the slaves like underground, like doing everything. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who can't... exactly it was. It was probably, yeah. probably Shira Hoshi. It was, I, I, was, I, I feel like it was Shira Hoshi or Rebecca or Vivi. It was one of those three. And then, dude, their meeting and when they just start like geeking out about Luffy is so wholesome. I love <laughs> that part, dude. That is the best part. Oh, yeah, that was also one of the six chapters. Well, that was kind of the same chapter with the flashbacks, where it was like all yeah. everyone there either loves or hates Luffy for various different mm-hmm. reasons. Yep. Most of them on the yep. love side. Because... I love that part, man. They, he saved Alabasta. He saved Fish uh, Fishman Island. He saved mm-hmm. Dressrosa. And he saved every, he saved Drum Kingdom. He saved yep. a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Bro gets yeah, around. dude. Luffy, dude. When at the end of the series, and Luffy goes back and like visits everybody, or they visit him, that's gonna be so sad. I'm gonna cry so hard. It's gonna be an arc of just the revisit. Homie's not gonna yeah. be able to do it in just panels. Yeah, it's gonna be, a, and then you know he's gonna die at the end. And it's just gonna be oh, yeah, so dude. so brutal. I, so brutal. You know what's gonna oh. hit harder than anything though is when we see Laboon and and uh, and Brook. And Brook. That's gonna yeah. be nice. That's gonna be nice. That will be so utterly like. I don't fuck living to find out what the one piece is. I just want to see that reunion. Yeah, same. Top five thing I want to see. Absolutely no idea how he's going to do it. But at the same time, I know it's just going to hit hard. Oh, yeah. It's just going to hit unbelievably hard. Man, that's just Oda. He can really make you feel for anything. (laughs) A stupid ship. It had me crying in the club. Bro. He's so it's just a build up, bro. I will say for this arc, he manages to put together so many different times, places, and things in the same arc in six chapters. He meshes it together so well, yeah, that I don't think any other mangaka could have done this kind of arc by bringing that all these things in this short of a time too yeah you're and he also does it in a way that isn't like hunter it has like a million words where you feel like you're reading a novel he does it like his same style and it's just Mm -hmm. it's just exquisite it's so well done yeah after they're done geeking about luffy though 
Charlos is up here being a bitch. Oh, God. Oh, that asshole. Uh, trying yeah. to, took me a little bit, but yeah. Fuck yeah, Charlos. Charlos trying to kidnap Shira Hoshi and make her, uh, make her a pet. Yeah, that shit was whack, man. Charlos sucks. Who's the guy that stood up for her? Um... It was it was me me Meoscard. Uh another like celestial the good dragon. Celestial dragon yeah, right? it's Meoscard. Oh, He's yeah. a celestial dragon that in um so skip Fishman. back to Fishman Island where there was a flashback oh, wow. of Fishman Island. He's the celestial dragon that uh or I don't remember her mom's name. Otohime. Yeah, Otohime like saved in Fishman Island. And now oh, he's that's like, right. Oh, I he, forgot that. Yeah, he was repaying. Oh, that's right. Right before King Neptune was about to just, he literally gives like, a, he's like, gives the coldest line. He's like, I I don't care. I will go back to the bottom of the sea forever. And is about to punch the shit out of Charlos. And then Mio's guard yeah. smacks him anyway, smacks him instead. I was. Mm-hmm. That was such a good good scene. Yeah, that was a good scene. Oh, dude, I I forgot that that's who uh that Celestial Dragon was. That was an awesome scene. Wow, I bet that guy's gonna come back. I bet big part. I feel oh, like yeah. he's gotta. He'll be the one Celestial Dragon that like somehow bridges that gap to humanity in some way. Yeah, because he's the only one. That it is the way he Shank, is. Shanks, bro. Shanks. Shanks? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's a... Well, actually, I do. After some other lore that has been dropped about where Shanks came from, I think mm-hmm. that he most likely is a Celestial Dragon. It's looking like that. It's looking like that, but... That's still very speculative. It is very speculative, but... We also have another. That was a good moment, damn! I kind of forgot about that moment. That was probably wasn't Garp wasn't Garp on edge too though. So like Shiraho, she was she was gonna be fine. She was chilling. No, I don't think Garp because I think at this point Garp was with the other Marines like in. Was he? Yeah, like Garp because this is also the 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 six chat within the six chapters that I they drop the um the the God Valley incident, isn't it? Yep. yep. Yep, this is when we first find out about rocks. Because yeah, he God, brings up awesome, why awesome he's drug. the why he's the 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 hero of the Marines. Gosh, that really so... like ugh. that it was a that was a very big one. That was probably the biggest one. Well, or right at the end. It's up there. But it's up there. There's, there's still so some other much big one. After, bro. God Valley and Dude. We'll talk. That, I mean, there's another thing we'll talk about in a bit, but but God Valley. I mean, I made a whole YouTube video about God Valley itself. There's yeah. so many people that made YouTube videos about rocks, about God Valley, about so much. Like, we went. How many chapter? This is chapter, um, nine hundred and three to nine hundred and eight, mm-hmm. and information about stuff that happened in the reverie has happened or like they've just released that within the last two months yeah yeah so we waited like three years for payoff 
we and that God Valley and so Rocks thing long. just at oh my oh it's crazy and he, like right now currently he's still dropping stuff so then we're gonna have more God man he's good at that but I think that that God Valley drop in this in the Reverie inspired so much lore in YouTube videos and like theories just out of that probably more than any other drop done so because i mean there was like oh, it ties into everything it's just great because so many big players are involved in info drop it's just crazy mm -hmm. there's so much so much lore and if we there's still the question well we kind of get some we kind of got some of our things answered with fuji tora where mm -hmm. like he was for he was in a three-year fast and he said it's because no woman has asked him to eat. Mm -hmm. That's just wild. We now, we can kinda, if you think about it and we know what his powers are, we can kind of know how he can achieve that three-year fast. But there were so many theories about this guy and him being Zoro's father and all this stuff. Which technically, I guess, have not been debunked. Now that I think about they it, they haven't been debunked. But actually, I, don't know. I take that back. I think Oda released in the FBS that Fujitora is not Zoro's father. Yeah. Well, that one dude. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter here, but someone looks a lot like him. Yeah. True. A distant relative. A very yeah, and. Gosh, I don't even know. Since we're talking about Fujitora, Fujitora asked, or not Fujitora, Ryokugu asked Fujitora about Vegapunk, who says something about no longer needing the Warlords of the Sea, who we've also yep. just got payoff for on yep. why. On yeah, what Vegapunk, or Vegapunk had created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good little drop. I actually made the connection on that one too. I was like, "Oh, gotcha." That was that last chapter. Last what? or two? It was. It's been close. Yeah, one of the last two chapters. That you made the connection that that's the reason why they didn't need the warlords. No, in the in the current. Yeah, but you just made that connection that that's. No, no, no I actually made it when I was reading it. Uh, that was one that I made and didn't have to, like, you know, oh. come to realization during one of these podcasts. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Which not I so. Like. Uh, when? Oh, I cannot. I, I, I don't want to ask this question because it's a spoiler question, and I can't remember at what point. Should we do it in a non-spoiler way? I'm trying to think of a way to formulate this question that it's not a spoiler. But I can't think of a way. So, spoiler in the next 10 seconds, possibly. Is this when the war... Was it before or after this that the warlords were, were off? Or, like, the, that the warlords were... Said no way the warlords. Because I can't remember. Way, way after. Way after, It's after it? this? Because right after this is Wano. And in Wano, we're pretty cut off. I want to, the biggest thing was, was it before Dressrosa was, um, Do, was Dofi ever was still a warlord? warlord? Yeah. 
Okay, but I'm thinking, was that the like the thing that triggered them to like finally? I think it, that's it, it, got, it got broken up after Wano. Didn't no, it? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah, I thought Luffy. Okay, shit. Um, um, I don't know when the Lord War. I can't remember when the Warlords were abolished. I want to say it was after Dressrosa and before. I think it was. I think it was in between. So I think. I think we're safe there because I think it was the. Uh, because they didn't replace. They replaced. um, Crocodile. They replaced crocodile with buggy. Or did they replace um the shadow guy with buggy? Who did they replace? It was. When was this? Okay, no, now you got replaced, me thinking. Did they did they replace Crocodile with Blackbeard and then they replaced um why can I not think of the fat shadow guy's name? The guy from Thriller Bark. I'm uh, sure Gecko Moria. Gecko Moria. Gecko Moria. They replaced Gecko with with um I thought it... with uh with uh, a buggy. And then... Why are you talking about when they disbanded them? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. When did they disband them? I thought it was during or after Wano. It was not that long ago. I can't And that's remember, how like bro. that's how like Buggy took over. On accident, you know, he kinda was getting bitched and then I love that chapter. That's a great chapter in recent memory. One of the best ones. Since we're talking about the warlords though, and we were talking about um Doflamingo. We also get to see Doflamingo in Impel Down in the Reverie. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And he drops the lore of there being a treasure in Mirijua mm-hmm. that he's afraid he's going to get us. Or he's not afraid, but he's like, he thinks the reason that they put him in solitary confinement on the sixth level of Impel Down is so someone doesn't assassinate him because he yeah. knows that information. Do we wow. think that it's uh, a certain weapon? I don't think so. I think it's you just don't? the I think it's something to do with the secret of everlasting life with um with mm-hmm. uh, I was just coming. We can we can twist I mean, and go yeah, there. Emu's, emu's in this arc, well. bro. We get the emu drop here I was going to well. say, it's the second drop where I'm like, holy shit, this just sparked so much more lore. Yeah, because, well, we got to take a few steps back, actually, because yeah, yeah, we got to see. Steli was looking at the, at, the, at the nice stairs up to this chair with a bunch of swords, and the swords are the 20, swords from the 20 kingdoms. Each of them brought a sword, and then they went up to the... Uh, red line and they lived on top of the red line after they said no person is going to sit in this chair this empty throne signifies it's run by all these government or all these kingdoms equally mm-hmm. and then Steli is like but i want to sit on top of that throne because if i sit on that throne i'll be king of the world and then like a chapter and a half later or no, this is at the very end. But with Doflamingo, we see some like hooded person carrying a picture of Luffy and Vivi 
and then going down into a basement into a freezer that has a straw hat in it. A giant That's straw hat. A giant straw hat. Oh, that was such a good reveal. Because, so I mean, before we were like, what the hell? It's the Gorosei. You know, it's like the Gorosei, they're these overseeing figures. And then, no, there's just one. What is the straw hat frozen for, though? Preserve it. Yeah, what is going on there, dude? I don't know. Why does Eam look like that? Why is it giant? And why is Eam a tontata? Shit, we don't know. That could be. I personally am still partially under the belief that rocks could could be Eam. Or somehow connected to Eam. Because he's the only other person in the series that wanted to become king of the world and not king of the pirates. Him and Steli. I know, and I feel like Eam... Like, Gotta remember Steli. <laughs> you can't forget about Steli, bro. Steli's coming in. Yeah, dude. Maybe okay. Rox is just reincarnated in Steli. Maybe I, Steli's I have, just... I have when the dissolution bad. of the Seven Warlord system was. And it's mm. chapter 956, so it's going into Wano. Shit! We spoiled them. Wano. Okay, okay. Okay. We spoiled them. That's actually a small spoiler. That's, this, yeah. I mean, it's kind of said that it's going to happen. It comes out of the reverie, but... Yeah, but yeah. we don't... At the same time, we we have absolutely no idea what happens at the reverie for the next, like, forever. We just don't know what happens. Yeah, I will so also long. say, a minor spoiler as well, this is the chapter that Morgan decks the dude in the face. Yeah, dude, big news, Morgan's just sick. He's a gangster. Top 20 strongest in the verse. Big news. <laughs> well, he's, oh, I can't say that. That's a spoiler. I was just about, ah, oh, I can't. Mm. I have so, especially with Back this. Back to the reverie. I've gotten us off track. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good, man. Well, it's, it's kind of hard to like, because we know stuff now that we didn't yeah. know. If we would have done this, if we would have done the reverie two months ago, we would not even have this, a lot of this stuff to talk right. about or like, yeah, right. To add on to, uh, if you have made it to the reverie, just catch up. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> are you, are you st- why did you stop? Why are here? you waiting for us at this point? Yeah. Cause I feel like, okay. So after the reverie, like it's a relatively slow burn until the reverie. shit just recently started absolutely hitting the fan when it comes to like, power scaling and making big time moves so catch up man wano's a wano's a trip wano's a wano's a long arc but it is mm-hmm. every second it's not one of those arcs that it's not like dressrosa where a lot of it's like why you have this here the whole arc is just solid good all a little bit at the end was a little stretch in it i think but right but i feel like the end a lot of people's gripe with it is they tried to fit too much stuff in yeah like they had like too many storylines too much power scaling too many fights going at once so it's like it's a action-packed fast read to be honest it is there's uh the the some of the best flashbacks in wano some of the best yep like deaths in wano which is crazy to say because like deaths don't happen and now we're talking about wano we should go back to the reverie 
Reverie, hey. Because there's still actually a relatively large amount that we haven't talked about for the Reverie somehow. Like the fact that Jewelry Bonnie is there and she is somehow, <laughs> somehow connected to the Sorbet Kingdom as well as Bartholomew Kuma. Which we now know the reason for that. And that actually, people have been calling that forever. People, well, yeah. That, it was we an, saw that coming. Yeah, that was a pretty known thing. But she's also trying to save Kuma. Did we ever get why. to the part where where we said Eam is the one actually running, pulling the strings? I think we might have like jumped from one thing right past that. Yeah, I think we just uh, yeah, he's he's literally <laughs> pulling the strings of the whole world. So yeah, and there's like a scene. He's the he's the guy on the throne. Mm-hmm. He's the fucking one that knocks on the One Piece verse. The Goro say the Goro <laughs> say him. kneel down for Eam. Mm-hmm. And then they ask, they say, "Who's the next light that should be extinguished from history?" And that's uh Eam is a psycho. Also. If you think about, remember, I can, oh, it's, uh, it's a spoiler, but remember the Lucia kingdom, because yes, that is going to be important. That's a fucking jaw drop moment, kind of. Yeah, I still, I was like, oh, he's like that. He's like that. Okay. All right. I see. (laughs) That is still questionable. Why? something in the future happens specifically with Lucia kingdom, but they were first brought up in this arc when Helmeppo mm. saved the Rasses. Yep. Well, Helmeppo, you never mind. Never mind. Back we, to say anything. we also never brought up, um, CP zero's first appearance. Let's go. I love CP. This is where we get to see that Lucci is now in CP0 instead of CP9. I think Lucci is the only one that we get to see as part of CP0 at this point, and then the rest of them are masked. Maybe, maybe, I mean, there's a masked character in CP0 that has kind of a rectangular long nose. (sighs) Yeah, that one's a pretty easy... You can put a couple together. Yeah. Just think... Real hard two about, together. Think think real hard about someone that had a rectangular long nose and is somehow in relation to Rob Lucci in the past. Really, Watch it actually be a different guy. <laughs> really hard to put together there. Usopp's brother. Usopp's brother. It's didn't Soga know. King. <laughs> yeah, Usopp's been getting around, dude. <laughs> I still uh, need. There's I, also. I still need Soga King to have a payoff. There has to be a Sniper King somewhere. Oh, there, there will be. That'll totally happen. That's like such Oda humor. Guarantee that happens. What were you gonna say, yeah, Shane? There, there was one major thing that we haven't mentioned yet that I know of or that I can think of, and that's the uh, the big Shanks. He pulled up for a little bit. Oh yeah. For, oh, for the whole five panels. Dude, we got we would have got fucking crucified if we would have forgotten that. I kind of forgot that happened here. I thought that happened yeah. on a different spot. Yeah. Yeah. 
he's come to warn the Garosei about a certain man. About a certain pirate. That was actually such a good reveal, though. Like, Shanks just pulls up with the Garosei. They just let him in. Duh, duh, duh. Why? We still don't know. But... That just shows that Shanks has way more pull than anyone. Just an emperor. Yeah. Like, dude, he is, is the most interesting character, man. Like, what the fuck is his Home, goal? Homie pulls up for like five panels and then leaves for three, four, five volumes and just pulls up arcs, honestly, not even volumes. Yeah. And just fuck shit up, leaves. Yep. Just fuck shit up. Because when was the last time he pulled up? Fucking Paramount War? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Dude, every time Oda brings him back, bro. Every time Oda brings him back, we're like, hello? Like in Wano, when we get a little flashback, a little something-something about Shanks, we're like, what the fuck is this guy on, man? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Jesus. Shanks is just... Like, with white beard, different. stops the war, pulls up in the reverie with the Garose. What the fuck? What is this dude on, man? Dude just flexes, leaves. Yep. Dips out. Even in flashbacks, they're like, oh, you remember this certain thing that's a certain thing that's going to change the world certain thing? Yeah. Yeah, Shanks had took, something to took, do with it. Took that shit. Shanks is a savage. Goddamn. Speaking of Shanks, have either of you guys seen the film Red movie? No, I haven't. It is phenomenal. It is actually super good. And I'm not one to say this, but usually when it comes to like movies that are anime movies based off of a manga that are like non-canon i don't want them to be canon but this one i actually want to be canon because it was actually so well fitting in the story and everything i thought i would have said that uto was canon at the very yeah. least i don't know yeah. if the uta, events uta of the story was if canon, uta is canon uta then i'm all for it because that movie was phenomenal i, th- I thought oda said uto was canon too i'm not i'm not i don't know about the events of it but i think at least her character is. i would think the events of it would probably be because there's nothing in there then that is like absurdly wild that like no one gets like super yeah. insane power up no one's like and it, it cut in it and it ends in a way that makes sense in the story as well like it doesn't change yeah. anything in the way that the story is yeah if it fits in between arcs i'm sure it'll be fine i need to watch that it is so good uh, watch it so hmm, what else do we i feel like we covered a lot we got to be missing some stuff because this is absolutely filled to the brim with with just lore drop what when did we get uh the sabo thing that was way later right uh like that sabo had done something yeah yeah that's not for another okay that's what i thought 100 like, chapters maybe i don't know we don't learn was the last panel the hat no the last panel was the them kneeling before um Kneel. kneeling in front of the throne Okay. I'm pretty sure. Man, that's gonna be interesting once we get some more some more reveals about this shit. Yeah, dude, it's 
Oh my goodness. The, the Dude, last key kind of in a reverie arc right now. Yeah. Except for there's a little more fighting about to maybe start with Egghead, but mm. I'm hoping it doesn't go into the fighting because I was hoping this arc would just be like kind of a non-fighting arc. I don't think it's going to. I'm hoping it, that it, it definitely shouldn't be with Luffy being able to negative diff anyone there. But... Right. And I think uh, I feel like the whole last chapter, Luffy doing something and maybe transforming was just to show a certain character that I'm not going to mention what he's about, like what he can yeah, do. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much. I feel a... like that's the whole thing. That's pretty it much. There was also consensus. some exposition there for it, too. Yeah. It's basically to like flabbergast a certain character. That's why Luffy's doing his thing. And the, yeah, flabbergast a certain character and then drop some some lore we've been waiting for since day one. Dude, that yeah, there's some lore, good lore drops right now. There's a at Mr. least some shit's getting revealed. Yeah, but the thing about when Oda reveals something is he reveals something in such a manner that you just like have more questions about it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he never like answers in like whole answers it's no. just like 30 40 percent answers and then the rest of that just spawns more questions yeah he's i feel like he's gonna struggle wrapping everything up because he's still spawning questions i think <laughs> i honestly think there's gonna be a lot of stuff that he just doesn't answer straight out like we're, we're like the series is gonna end, and we're just gonna have a lot, cause like I feel like he really doesn't care that much about wrapping everything up in a, like every single thing up in a bow. Like he's just gonna let the yeah. world be a world that some some things are still questioned and people can right still theorize about. Exactly. I mean that's that's the whole thing with One Piece is it has more theories than any other show because the world is so vast. So, like, if he left some of that, like, out in the open, that's fine. That is fine by me. Like, There's, like, ten key things we need, though. There is, yeah. And then after that, whatever. Fuck it. But, like, will we ever find out if Crocodile was a woman? Probably not. Yes. Yes. We better. We better. Gender <laughs> betting Crocodile. I'm here for it. I honestly am kind of, kind of with that theory. I am too, actually. There has to I be, because it. there is a connection between... I, 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 I'm so bad with names. Ivankov? Ivankov? Yeah, Ivankov and Crocodile. Well, I think that would don't know fit his is. character. I think that would like think fit would Crocodile's yeah, character. Like, that's why he's like... It. Yeah. That's why he's like one of the most masculine characters in the show, is because he's like trying to overcome a little something, you know? A little overcompensation? Yep, a little overcompensation action. But Smoke is, cigars, big jacked scars on his face. But Ooh, is he Luffy's mom? He was a baddie. Is he Luffy's mom? Maybe. I don't know about that. I don't know if we're definitely. going that far. <laughs> no, definitely not. Well, because you know Luffy's mom is going to have a huge part to play in the story. I don't think she's going to be... I don't think she's going to come up at all. Really? I, I think she think, absolutely is. I do I, not I, think she nah. will be mentioned... Period. I don't think she'll. I will be shocked, absolutely shocked, if Luffy's mom is not tied into Shanks. I will be shocked. That's all. That that might be solved with the the Shanks, but I got a a meme call, and we mentioned her earlier. 
Bello Betty. Dude, Bello Betty. I would love a, like a meme call like that though. That would actually be kind of funny. She's in the Revolutionary Army. She's a commander. Yeah, dude. Dragon went wild. Dragon Luffy's, just didn't know. He's like, Luffy's mom is um koala, bro. Is it koala like the same age as Luffy? <laughs> yeah, I think you you might be younger. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, koala just immaculately conceived. Talk Luffy about Dragon's just was a this when figure. we. Was this 100%, 100% we, I think this is also the arc. Reverie might be the arc where we first figure out that Koala is in the Revolutionary Army. Because is I, don't, I don't know up until this point if we knew when Koala, that Koala was in the Revolutionary Army. Uh, on, on her wiki, it says she made her reappearance during the Dress Rose arc. So oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, with Sabo, with Sabo. Yeah, you're right. Yep. You're right. You're right. I had to look her up because I could not think of who the fuck you were talking about. Dude, terrible Koala, names, too. Okay, I mean, one of our last podcasts, I didn't put together Koala was for a long time, like like uh, probably like a year after that, like Dressrosa. <laughs> like I literally did not put together the whole. Uh, you didn't connect to the fact that she literally looks identical as she was in the Fishman Island, except for taller. No, I forgot, dude. I forgot about it. Fishman <laughs> Island is probably that was Fishman the Island is probably good... the arc that I flew through and didn't pay attention to the most. That so was... when I like reread it and stuff for our podcast, it like deepened my lore for One Piece because for some reason that arc I just fucking cruised through. There's that some was... good shit in that arc, man. Like, Shade, when you were saying Alan, that, you you were right, Alan. bro. Yeah, that to me that was the oh, one man. good part of Fishman Island was that flashback with Fisher Tiger. And you're telling Dude, me I you didn't even remember it. No, no, I literally <laughs> like when I read Dress Rosa, I was like, "Who the fuck is this koala bitch? Like, why is she being emphasized? Who is this?" I'm saying Fisher Tiger has some parallel to Joy Boy as well. And... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely! Absolutely! Man, no more than that. God, this was such a good arc. Only are we doing, six are we doing ratings finally. I guess. We are we are. doing ratings for six chapters? I think we've covered everything in this six, six chapters, but it's we got to rate the arc. It's it is a, officially a One Piece arc, right? So I know, and it's. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm, I started going through every podcast, writing down gave each arc. But this one is like it's hard to rate because it's small but so good. It's so different than every arc, really, because like usually every arc, at least if it has an info dump, it'll be at the end of the arc or it'll be at right. the beginning of another arc. Yeah. But oh, this, this arc one... especially. All it is is by the time the series is over, bro, this arc is gonna be like a fucking ten. Because of all the stuff that's gonna be foreshadowed in this arc is gonna just yeah. be crazy. It already is some of the stuff that we're learning about now. Hmm. Damn, dude. I think I gotta give this arc It's crazy to say, but in terms of you see, I feel like in terms of importance to the story. It's like an eleven and a half out of ten, but in oh, terms yeah. of how, a great rated. 
like in terms of how much I enjoyed the arc in comparison to everything else, I would probably give it like an eight point six. Yeah, I know it's it's hard and it's so it's so short. It's like yeah, like you can't. It's almost hard to rate an arc like this because like it is so short and there's so much that happens and there's so much. Because with every big arc, you have like gripes with it because it's. There's just so much in there, but this is six chapters, and they're damn near perfect. So it's like, yeah, fuck, man. I'll probably give it a solid, a solid nine, like a nine flat. Good, it's a good nine. Like when I read it, I loved it. Everything I'm finding out now makes it like a ten. <laughs> so I don't know. Huh. Nine, so nine, nine point zero. I was hovering around that eight to nine range with you guys too, but I think I'm gonna go like eight point five. I think I think that's, that's... with AK AK's distinguish of like storyline importance and actual like enjoyment purposes like two completely different things because like enjoyment wise yeah I enjoyed it for like all the fill-in but like I feel like mm-hmm. at the end of at the end of the series we're gonna come back and be like holy shit it's kind of got this, this, yeah. this. it's definitely got that like is farther the more especially now with the last stuff going on like the more lore that's dropped each chapter from here on out the more relevant the reverie gets and the more you appreciate that specific arc yeah plus this like it also pulls together characters from literally every single arc up until this point this is a big culmination of characters i just had a fucking theory that i need to write down before i forget it I'm just disappointed that Johnny and Yosaku didn't roll up from Kokoyashi Village as the kings of that. Yeah. Like, yet. Though, if next reverie, I will be so mad at Oda if he does not bring those two back. They're the forgotten Straw Hat members. They truly oh, are, bro. I bet they come back, especially with what's happening with uh, a certain guild. Yeah. Alright guys, I have a fucking theory to pitch you. Oh my. Uh, we can do it after the podcast is over. Oh, I you're gonna leave. I mean, we gave ratings. <laughs> yeah, we we gave our rating. You can pitch it now, I'm sure the people that made Should it I do it on game. air so no yeah. one, so no one steals the, my, my, my theory? Alright, you guys, you, guys, you guys poke holes in the theory. Okay. So I always have so many theories that AK just pokes holes in and I'm like, fuck. Damn it. Alright, so... I've always been thinking Shanks is somehow, like, I feel like Shanks and Luffy's mom, they have some sort of connection. That's why Shanks has always, like, had a, you know, he's always kind of been looking out for Luffy and they got along so well. What if Luffy's mom is Shanks' sister? And this inherited will thing was passed down from Luffy's mom's side. And Shanks knew that and was like, you know, like... My sister is going to change the world and all this. She dies. She has a kid in Luffy. I have one I don't know, man. major issue with that. What's that issue? Yeah, I gotta, What's I that issue? They haven't made a issue. connection between Dragon and Shanks, man. We don't know. They might be boys. They have not made a Shanks connection. Shanks might resent Dragon because Luffy's mom died. We don't even know. For For all we know, first of all, for all we know, Shanks and Dragon are literally just two parallel entities that have never crossed. Like they right, don't need right. to be connected to each other. But we don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. You're you're not wrong. 
my second thought is your inherited will thing. Um, Not like an inherited will, but like the the drive, the whole reason Shanks thinks like, ah, fuck, I can't. Yeah, but that that's um, like that's like already connected to the D clan, and we already have Monkey D Garp. We have Monkey, Monkey D, Dragon, D Dragon, Monkey D Luffy, and we don't know that Shanks is True. part of the D clan, do we? No, we don't. That was my other big thing. Do we know if the D is inherited through like? Yeah. Well, that's the biggest thing about the D clan. No, no, no. But no, like, no, no, do we know no, if no. it's familial? We don't know if it's familial. Well, like, uh, in like, that instance, it's obviously passed down. But for like, I would La, assume it'd be for like Law, maybe not. I don't know what is. I was gonna say, yeah. What about like Law? You know, Saul, Jaguar. Saul, we don't know anything about that dude. True. I mean, this goes against your theory that you sent in the animation chat that we had a while ago that said um. It was the inherited wills through familials, wasn't it? Or no, it just said inherited wills through the D clan. My bad. I D don't clan... think inherited will has any familial connection. I will say that, but I do think that people will generally pass down the D if they already have it. If that makes sense, like. Trafalgar, so, like, Trafalgar might have been the first D in his family, but I think it's also a higher likelihood that Trafalgar then has, when he names his child, it will have a D in it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I feel like it has to be familiar. Otherwise, like I can just there there can be like another uh fucking who was it a white beard son that can just claim to be part of the D clan. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would make sense. We got. I don't feel like Oda would do that. What do you guys think D mm. means? D nut. Hot. Got I don't know. I think it means Don. I really do. I that probably in that same boat. Don of the New World. It's too. It fits too well for it to not be. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get some uh, past drop soon? Past drop? Well, yeah, some past drop about everything we just learned in the last, like, five chapters. I, I thought we were going to until... Like the Void Century? Yeah. I really thought we were going to until uh, a certain group of people showed up at that at that location. Because now those people are kind of... They pushed... Up, they, they opened up a different part that is not related to the voice entry right so like yeah but we were so close to getting more voice entry information and then we didn't get it yeah because they're in they're in a weird spot i don't know where they're gonna go like because they could drop a lot more info i don't know i do think that uh a certain I I think Government. with Egghead and Robin in the same proximity, they're going to give us that. See, that's what I'm saying. There's they no way that you can't. Right. I'm, I'm right, just thinking. That's... I'm thinking they get off the island. Fine. I think. So the the. I'm gonna try to say this in a non-spoiler. I know that's way. what I've been trying to do too. <laughs> the it's an, hard. the antagonist that is fighting currently is going to back off from orders of Sakazuki. And then, well, that just kind of spoiled things. But 
Uh, well, he's going to back off on those orders, and then they're going to escape, and they're going to go to Elbaf, is my thoughts. And I think in between Elbaf and – or, like, when right. they're sailing to Elbaf, that's when we're going to get some extra lore. Because we already have uh, established that they're like, not... so, to lore drop. Is yeah. in between islands. So yeah. we have already established that the antagonist is not supposed to be fighting right now. Yeah. We also know that the protagonist should not be fighting either. But... Yeah, that is true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, the pro the protagonist would negative diff the fucking <laughs> island right now. Like <laughs> would be a wrap. I love Luffy. Now. I do think though, AK, what you said about power scaling. I feel like it's kind of got a little uh, fishy since Wano. My thoughts are, so at because Wano, everyone assumed the Admirals guy, right now, where are they sitting? No, yeah. With our protagonist, you know? Like, so... Our protagonist I, should low-key, neg-diff, not low-diff every Admiral. Yeah, I kind of have a theory about power... Like, I have a way that power scaling makes more sense, but at the same time, uh, I'll pitch that in a minute, but... I I think it doesn't in Wano everyone assumed that the guy that was like on the roof with Luffy and someone uh was the leader of CP0, right? Everyone mm-hmm. assumed that that guy was the leader of CP0 because he seemed like he was the one that was kind of calling the shots there. Yeah, yeah. And Duke gets one-shotted by yeah. Kaido. And mm-hmm. if he's the leader, and and Luffy, yeah, 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 yeah. Then how is Rob Lucci, who's not the leader of CP Zero, fighting against Luffy and not being one shot? Because I I don't think Luffy's trying, man. Obviously, Luffy would anybody on the island right now. It wouldn't even be a competition. True. I really like the uh, the theory that he's just trying to like show off for uh, Egghead, though. Yeah, that's totally, totally. That's what I think it is. I think this whole thing is just. Uh... Yeah, it, it puts it in perspective a lot more. Like he's just, and it also just allows Oda to exposition that out and like actually give us concrete. Mm-hmm. This is the... yeah. So my my, my thoughts about the overall power scaling of One Piece, though, is that so you think that Luffy pre time skip Alabasta was like way, 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 way weaker than Luffy is now, right? Mm-hmm. So my thoughts are is that everyone is way closer to each other than we think, but everyone is so consistent in the way and how powerful they are that like it really is almost like the, obviously devil fruits will like if you have it's not quite as big of like a nen way that like so, someone's weakness is another one's strength like people right right like they're just right like we put like pre time skip luffy down here and post time skip luffy way up here but i they think, should be closer i think they're like this yeah and like it's not that big of a lift up, right? So that's like that's why crocodile, like okay, we beat crocodile in Alabasta, and okay, Luffy instead of moving from here 
to be crocodile up here he only moves like that and like it's not that far and crocodile can also reach that like it's more about the consistency in the level that they can fight and not as much right actually how strong they are against each other does that make sense no yeah i agree and i think we do like we do think too much on like bounties and like the status of characters mm -hmm. as to how strong they are it, but that is like kind of in the story you know like oda doesn't have any upsets yeah like besides like when it comes to our main character but like I, it'd be cool to see someone like i don't know someone like a little bit lower status completely take out someone like higher than them because they have a good matchup that would make things a little better but I agree. I feel like people are a lot more even than we think. I feel like it's just been so long and we've seen so many different things that we just think they're so so far apart from each other when they're really not. Yeah. Well, dude, fucking Mr. 3 almost soloed, basically soloed the Straw Hats, dude. Come on. True. Yeah. Zoro's a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Zoro's going to chop his legs off, man. Goat. Zero goat. Well, shit. We have managed to make six chapters into an hour and ten minutes. So, I think always impressive. Yeah, I think it might be time to call her call her quits on the Reverie episode. Everyone gave her a rating, right? I was eight point six. No, was I was nine. Nine. Eight point five here. Shang was eight point five. Damn, for such a short arc. It really makes a very large impact in the future. It, it, yeah, large implications. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Well, we'll have to call that an episode right there. Hope you guys enjoyed our much. A lot of the we just ranted a lot. I'm not gonna lie. We went on a lot of tangents. This art connects to so many different things that you can't not do that. But yeah, it really very does. And our, our scatter brains definitely can't. And especially it. like where we're at in the current story, it lines up very well. It, <laughs> it has really a very well to go on some tangents. Hopefully we didn't have too many spoilers riddled in there. There were a few, but we tried our best to not do that. To to, to not spoil. Not, we did we didn't spoil uh, like the biggest parts True. <laughs> that are going on. <laughs> Granted, you could probably figure it out based off of some of our insinuations, but don't think about it so hard. You won't get spoiled. Fucking Applehead. Yeah, bro. Einstein looking ass. Jimmy Neutron looking ass. Sheen with his fucking uh, got a blast. Giant, giant brain looking ass. Like, yeah. Oh well. Let's call it up. though. It was a pleasure. Thanks for joining us again here, Shane. It's always been good. Thanks for the invite. Well. See you next time. Later. Bye-bye.